0: Hello and welcome to episode number 305 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Warm? Yeah, it's uh, even worse than our complaining last week. This is just a whole new level where I just don't even have the energy to complain anymore. It's all just been drained out of me.
1: Um, I'm not going to lie, it was 50-50 whether I did this in my hot tub, which is not a hot tub right now. It's just... (laughs) cool tub but yeah
0: i don't have that option i'm just getting i didn't
1: want to i didn't want (laughs) to risk the the electrocution although it'd been a great way for the show to end wouldn't it
0: yeah i really would um but yeah i'm just being cooked by my giant pc right now so uh this is going to be a short one because we're going to die otherwise um but yeah we've uh we're going to be talking about this week's movie uh watcher uh very shortly um but first there is actually an annoying amount of news this week <laughs> oh, <damn> it, Matt. <laughs> um, so uh, but a lot of these are just like touch upon it's cool um but the first one of course is fight fast go, go,
1: go. yes oh, no, we're gonna yeah no. we're gonna oh, yeah, no, run no, no, the
0: news um well the thing is we're obviously going to be talking about fright fest loads uh, in the next month or so um mm-hmm. but obviously we know the lineup now um and it's just a very quick sort of overlook um the opening movie the lair um which is by neil marshall um who will be there as well this is a world premiere of his new film um mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool um and then kind of one of the closing movies on the final day is terrifier 2 um which was very unexpected um also i believe a world premiere and um well the thing about that movie that blows my mind i'm like i don't know if this is right or not because obviously on the the schedule and the lineup and everything it has all the details of all the films and it says that terrified 2 is two and a half hours long
1: wow (laughs) or is or is that the time slot that they've left for it because it's going to be all q and a's and shit do you wonder
0: I don't know, because it seems like for the rest, it's like the opening movie, The Lair, um, Mm -hmm. says 90 minutes. And like a lot of them seem to be right. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe they just done Mm -hmm. absolute madness with that film. Take a two and a
1: half hour terrifying. (laughs)
0: That sounds crazy. Um, And then I guess one of the other big ones is um, Dark Glasses, um, Mm -hmm. which is dark. Argento's new film uh, he will be there in attendance uh, presenting his new film as well which is a pretty awesome Um, but yeah we're obviously going to go into this more in detail over the coming weeks Um, we have got our tickets we can say that much Um, oh yeah so we will be going. Obviously, this will be in physical for three years, um, which which feels like such a long-ass time ago now. So we're both incredibly excited to finally be there. Um, and, yeah, we're going to be covering a shit ton of movies, and it's going to be great. Um, Probably too many, but we'll see. Yeah yeah I was gonna say like we're probably gonna break our record like we usually do of movies watched and then or and then wish that we hadn't um but along the way, we'll see some absolute bangers like we always do mm-hmm. um so yeah, let's say obviously fright fest is is there now, um and hopefully uh yeah we might see some of you guys there um and yeah, we'll definitely be obviously be talking about this more as we get to it uh by the end of august um yeah
1: i mean i just yeah. I just can't wait like I think um the lineup already looks pretty exciting. I think mm. you know the 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 ones you highlighted are definitely kind of the standout kind of ones that you've heard of or you know got some sort of kind of link with. And but with you know looking through a lot of the the films, there's kind of quite a lot of them that interested me and kind of a lot of them already where I'm like, oh man, like I like films on multiple screens at the same time. Mm. Um, there there aren't kind of too many where I'm like you know frustrated by it. There's certainly kind of on the multiple screens, there's the, the, you know, the podcasts and the TV shows and not in short films and that sort of thing. And kind of, you know, we kind of like to seek out the feature films more from from a fright fest. But I think it's a decent mix. And yeah, I, I, I just can't wait to finally get back there after so long being away.
0: Yeah, it's going to be absolutely awesome. So yeah, that's going to be definitely one of the highlights of the of the podcast for this year. Um and a, what, another random movie just to briefly touch upon that they're showing um is Scare Package 2 um which i kind of forgot about this film um and so the idea that obviously this is like this small release on Shudder that we you know most people we probably watched on an ipad the last time round, and now we're going to be seeing this movie on i think apparently according to one youtube video i watched so therefore it must be true um the biggest screen in the uk um whether or not that's true or not i don't know but the screen is absolutely ginormous i know that much for certain Yeah, absolutely insanely big IMAX screen. Um, So yeah, cannot wait. Like it's going to be mad to see that. Like these films on that screen because surely none of them were made for a screen that size. But I guess that's just part of the fun of it as well. Well, Um, I think that is
1: the thing. You know, it is it is that fun of fright fest where it's kind of taken out of this. Yeah, like you say, most people might have just watched scare package on their iPhone, like just whack Shutter on and watched it that way. And it's like now suddenly it's going to be on yeah the biggest screen in the uk it's like that that's that's the fun of fright fest that we get to yeah. see these crazy movies in this crazy environment you know kind of a few weeks after there'll be you know the next marvel movie gets its uk premiere on that same screen mm. and it's hilarious yeah it
0: really is yeah like i say we'll definitely be talking about fright first a lot in the coming weeks um next oh. up again th- these are a few that we can just kind of buzz through but this first one was cool because um obviously we we touched upon black mirror like not that long ago where it kind of i believe it was variety that basically said like oh yeah they're doing a new season and it, it's weird because i don't think to my knowledge netflix have ever like officially announced it um Ooh. or Charlie Brooker or anything like that so i was kind of a bit like okay like obviously i'm super excited it's been so long um and it's cool to hear about it but it's almost like until you see it you won't believe it um but this is cool because we've got a a first batch of casting news and obviously once you get cast in, it's like okay this thing's definitely real and it's like going ahead um obviously they've probably got scripts locked in you would assume well actually almost definitely and so that's almost like the final you know thing that needs to happen in pre-production before they start shooting this thing um so it's great obviously the, the actual cast itself is, there's some good names in there we've got Zay, Zay Beats, we've got Josh Hartner, Aaron Paul, Kate Mara um, but to be honest I'm not really that fussed about the casting it's just more like oh cool they're, they're casting people therefore this is a real thing um, the only other aspect to this which was new is that Variety said um, this casting specifically spans three episodes and it's understood that more actors will join up for, future, um, for further episodes of the show mm. so this makes me think that this is definitely a they'll probably release three episodes and then release another three episodes. Um, obviously, they've kind of the first two seasons of, of Black Mirror on Netflix were six, then they did obviously Bandersnatch as a standalone thing, then they did just the three episodes last mm. time. So I wonder if this is because it's been such a long gap as well. I, I have to imagine there probably will be more than three, but obviously, as we know of Netflix, they love splitting the shit up. So yeah, cool. like my prediction would be we get three episodes and then like a month and a half later we get another three. And I imagine this will be probably around the summer next year would be my my guess um, which at that point would be over four years since we last got Black Mirror um, but yeah very very exciting indeed um, yeah, I'm, su- I'm sure hopefully we'll start to get sort of teasers and like episode names and that sort of thing that's when you can really start to get, get in the hype to build the hype Um but yeah next up kind of another cast announcement, and this is a funny one because this has been like something that we've discussed time and time again on the show um good old scream um you know scream is in the news constantly for better or for worse mostly for better and this is just a funny one because this was like one of our major points of speculation prior to the new movie that didn't happen um that is now happening um so yeah kind of a new um member joining the cast is one samara weaving um will be in scream six which yeah (laughs) for for long-term viewers um or listeners that is hilarious because that was kind of like the second these guys were directed a new screen we said like yep she's going to be in it she's going to play a major role there's a high chance she's the killer and then kind of very quickly it was a case of she her she her schedule just didn't line up and she had Mm. spoke about it publicly saying how disappointed she was and so the fact that they're already out here and it's like bam she's joined like i think it's interesting multi-fold because the first part is okay i wonder like is this a new character like obviously they wanted her to be in the last movie. So you start to think to yourself, like, okay, who could she have potentially played in the last film? Mm. Um, and, and now it's a case of, okay, so if she's coming now, is she going to play someone completely different? Does this go from, like, say, a, a lead victim to a potential killer? Like, those are two very different roles to play in a screen mm. movie. Um, and I'm curious how much that's adapted or whether this is almost like a, hey, here's this character that we couldn't get into the last movie because of your schedule, but we'd almost guaranteed that, like, hey, if this movie's a success, like, you you're going to be in this movie sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's wild. It's, it's funny though, isn't it? That it's actually happening now, considering yeah, we really thought it was going to happen last time.
1: It's absolutely crazy, really. Like I thought I thought we were beyond this and not that I have a problem with her at all. It was just that we called it yeah. so early and it was kind of like relief really when she wasn't mm. past or couldn't make it. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I said to you at the time when we spoke about it, I'm like, oh my God, I just wish if she's in it, I I really hope uh, she's the Drew Barrymore character. Mm. Um, so you know we'll see what happens, but uh, definitely uh, you know <laughs> hilarious to see what happens. You know, will will we get to hear the stories of is you know it, is her character from Scream the the last Scream kind of turn into this, or is she something brand new? Like it would be funny to see. You know, it's kind of. It's one of the hilarious things when you look back at the old Scream movies and how there are all these different scripts floating around and kind mm. of multiple versions of who the killer was. Like, yeah, w- was there a world where Samara Weaving was the, the killer in the last Scream movie, the, 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 the final girl, like, you know, the Drew Barrymore character? Like, what was she going to be and what is she going to be now? Uh, you know, it just adds to the ever ending kind of conversation that is Scream, which, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm more than happy to continue. Yeah, I am at
0: this point because like I say at this point it's like they've made a great screen film um and and that's kind of it really so but it's going to be wild because it's kind of like all bets are off for the next one. I think this oh, yeah. is where they really change things and it's it, it really is going to be like a one of the best sequels in a franchise that already has some of the best sequels, or it's like where they just kill scream. Um, because I don't see this being just good or even great. Like this year's film. I, I, I truly think it's going to be such a major, I mean, they're taking it to New York, you know, we're having such a, a major lack of legacy characters for the first time. Like it's just for those reasons alone, it is very exciting. I'm glad they're not just doing scream five part two. Like this seems yeah, it very, different. it
1: doesn't feel safe. Does it?
0: No, which is good. Um, and then yeah moving on to a couple of other quick ones um basically we have a premiere date for chucky season two um well so yeah neat. it's worth mentioning because obviously we we love our chucky um and yeah we will be seeing the guy in october uh 5th of october to be uh precise nice. so yeah That's great awesome. news um we and kind nice. of news coming this year and it's i, I am shocked because like it's such a quick turnaround to just like you know basically a year for a tv show and obviously i know a lot of tv shows do that but like for something like Chucky, I don't know, it just, it feels very quick, um, especially because it well, was always a case of, it wasn't like they were signed on to make two seasons. You know, season two was only ever going to happen based upon the, the strong performance of season one, which thankfully was well, and it was, know h-
1: that. you know, how long we spoke about the TV show as well. You know, mm. how long have we been talking about the Child's Play TV show? Yeah. Um, you so, know, like and, five years. Yeah. And so for, for it to now turn around in like 12 months, mm. like... I'm, I'm very grateful, but it is, it is definitely a big shift
0: but yeah it's awesome like i say one the easily one of like the the big tv shows that we're looking forward to for the remainder of this year um next up this is again just another small one um but basically obviously the fear street movies last year um that we very much enjoyed on netflix um there was kind of a lot of speculation and kind of okay what's going to happen with this and it seems like by reports that netflix are going to go ahead with more fear street um we don't know exactly what that means right now um basically rl stein was out here talking about it saying that are are going to be making more of it for for netflix and it was a big hit for them and then those kind of rumors have been confirmed that netflix is indeed in development on more fair street um which first and foremost i think is great I, i definitely think it would be bold to do like a trilogy of movies again like it would be cool because that is like their thing um but it would be either way if it was just has a standalone movie or has a mini series that's six episodes like i think fair street was a cool enough thing and it was unique enough that like i definitely want to see more of it um do you, do you want to see more of fair street after the trilogy
1: yeah for sure i i think it's such a you know it's such a strange thing as to like what this could possibly be because it felt like the fair street movies that we got were certainly kind of you know obviously had nods to, to the rl stein but i don't know how much they were kind of based off it it felt like they were kind mm. of trying to do their own thing as well but but engulf some mythology in so it's like do they continue that do we just get standalone episodes of the actual books like what what do we get you know it's kind of like you said it kind of feels like what they did was so unique with the with the fair street movies it would be cool to kind of see that be the thing that netflix tried to do but it'd be mm. incredibly difficult to do it again
0: yeah, for sure. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see like what this turns out to be. Um, and then yeah, lastly in this sort of bumper news sex segment, which is uh, mm. actually quite lucky, seeing as Nope is out in just a mere few days in the states. Yeah, I was going to so, say,
1: enjoy the news right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is it. Like I say, we'll probably just be discussing like what movies we're looking forward to at Fright Fest for the next few weeks. Because yeah, there will not be any news. Um, but That's lastly, um, a little bit of Rob Zombie news. Um, obviously, we we kind of know a lot about That's the, the perfect
1: uh, way to cap off the news for a few weeks.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously the monsters and we now know that it is coming to netflix in september um so yeah this one is very soon like in our sort of upcoming schedule already we've kind of got like nope in august we've got fright fest and that'll lead us straight into a brand new rob zombie movie which uh, did, 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 did i don't think we talked about it did it happen last week or this week i can't even remember but did you see the um the proper full trailer for this i
1: didn't i haven't watched it no
0: It's funny because it's like, I watched it. Yeah, it did come out this week. And, Mm. um, like... I wasn't ready for it because obviously we've been talking for the longest time that like this isn't a horror film. And then, but then you sit down and you brace yourself for the trailer. And it's only when you fully realize that you're like, oh, yeah, this is like a romantic comedy. Um, I do love that they did what we wanted, which was the classic troll at the start, where it's like from the guy that brought you the devil's rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. And then it's like comes this, you know, this year's romantic comedy. Like, I love that they kind of lent into know, that.
1: It's just it feels like a joke, doesn't it?
0: it does and this trailer like, I, I, looks like a joke at times like it I think, looks I think very that's weird.
1: like i'm waiting for the curveball mm. like i'm i'm like you know is it gonna start and then it just like transitions and like psych this is 31 part 2 well, that
0: would be an amazing, um, you know, bluff if they could do that. The problem would be that the ratings <laughs> board would would ruin it. And I do think this has been yeah. rated already, and it's not rated R, <laughs> um, because otherwise that would be hilarious if it was like, yeah, you know, it's on Netflix and people you sit down and watch it, and then it's like the last act is this like gruesome, bloody it's thing.
1: On, it's on children's on Netflix, but then like the last <laughs> ten minutes is devil's rejects. <laughs> it would. Be, I
0: do think like there is potential for that, and again, like I, I don't want to think about it in that sense because I, I just have. Happy that Rob's doing something he wanted to do. That, yeah. no, no, there definitely isn't either way. But yeah, it's it, it's weird. Like I watched the trailer. I can't say I enjoyed it too much. Um, I, I especially as someone who really wants to enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I got the kick out of seeing those actors. You know, you get to see Richard in there, and obviously you get to see like Sherry and Jeff and stuff, and it's great. But like nothing about this looks like rob zombie other than the cast um and yeah. So, yeah, i'm kind of like okay like obviously i'm gonna watch it because we're such huge mega fans of him but yeah this is <laughs> it's just such a weird thing like even talking about it having now seen the trailer feels weird because it's just it's not remotely horror and it's like again we've known that for over a year but only seeing the trailer did it fully I, on me. I was gonna
1: say i feel like this is the first time that that you're in like acceptance of it or or Mm. like like it's finally hit home with you because i think that was why like a few weeks back when you spoke about it i was just like i'm not excited for it like i you know i I will watch it of course i will but it just you know this this isn't what i want from rob i'm Mm. i'm happy that he's back doing stuff and that he's not gone away because it's always the worry that he goes away and at least if he's still got fire and he's getting a budget and having fun, then it will give him a spark hopefully to continue. But I'm already like waiting for the next Rob Zombie project.
0: Yeah, it is weird. Cause like you say, I did have excitement for it, but I think seeing the actual footage, it was like, man, I expected this to look better knowing yeah. that this had kind of a budget or at least seemingly, but it doesn't look that way in the trailer. And then the other aspect was like not knowing like what tonally, what is this going to be? And you know Rob wanting to make this, but yeah, it's it's, it's just odd. Like I say, um, it's cool that it's kind of on Netflix, so it is going to mm. be this, the widest release ever for Rob. Um, who knows if that's like worldwide? Hopefully, it is. But most Netflix stuff is not worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> um, if not, I'm sure he'll just like leak it on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: we'll be watching it on his Insta
0: yeah or we'll just get it on netflix but three weeks later um mm. but uh yeah pretty interesting news this week as our, our send off for the noise, for the Fine news, news. <laughs> rest in peace news for the coming weeks um but uh yeah shall we talk about this week's film do it let's talk about watcher Yeah this one kind of I guess we haven't really talked about this much on the podcast previously no, um
1: at all. It's, it's at all
0: yeah, because I don't think it's really been the news. I've been aware of it based upon both kind of the lead and the director because they're kind of people that we've definitely seen and heard of before, um, which I guess we can just get into now, really. Kind of the director, Chloe Okono, she directed um, one of the segments in VHS last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, oh God, what was the name of that like rat creature? I can't even remember what it's called now. I should oh, remember. I don't know
1: what, what the segment's called. Hail uh,
0: hey, oh, hey, oh, Ratma? I think it was Ratma. Was it Ratma? It was something like L- that. It
1: sounded right.
0: Yeah, because I really liked it, um, mm. and, and um, yeah, obviously the the lead in this kind of Micah Monroe um, will be very well known to horror people, at least hopefully, because she was in one of the best horror movies of the last couple of decades. Was um, gonna say was, she was in the
1: those. she was in the best horror movie of the year before we did our podcast
0: yeah correct yeah like it was it was incredible um and yeah it follows as an amazing film um but we've also seen her in like the guest and i actually forgot that we covered her for villains um for the podcast which was awesome um that movie was fantastic um great yeah like i'm pretty sure that's the only three things i've seen her in all the genre stuff and like i liked her in all of them and i really like all three of those films so i was kind of like okay cool like she's not someone who you see a lot you know she's been around for like a decade acting but like say looking at her acting credits she really hasn't done much um she's not someone that's just in everything um Hmm. yeah it was definitely like oh cool she's doing genre stuff again this is obviously like say a director who we've enjoyed some of their work as well even though it was a short which is very different um and also this one came out a while ago and um i have seen like a lot of buzz it is definitely one of those ones that is mixed um but for the most part it was like very highly regarded by people um Hmm. which you never know with horror as always um but i always like to get a sense of well at least if people are talking about it then it's worth having that conversation isn't it um
1: well i think that's the thing yeah if enough people are talking about it we should be talking about it but i'm always i'm always a tad nervous (laughs) mm. when it's something that hasn't naturally fallen in front of us and uh and and then there's buzz about it 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 doesn't always pay off but i think you know it's yeah i'd say it's less Often, the more often it pays off. But, you know. Yeah, you
0: are right. Because I do think, all jokes aside about us ignoring the news for the next coming weeks, I do think we generally have a good idea of the stuff that's coming out and the stuff that I know will appeal to us and will make a good conversation. You know, I think there are certain movies that do come out where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not even on my radar. Because I know that either A, it won't be a good conversation or it just won't be up our alley. Like the amount of times possession based movies come out now, I mean, there's probably some that came out in the cinema in recent years and it's like our bar for possession-based movies to cover now is so high where like if james Wan is not attached to it or it's part of the conjuring universe like the odds of us doing a show on it are so minuscule Mm. um because we i know that that's just not our thing at all at this point like speaking for myself like yeah i do not want to watch possession based movies anymore like i'm so over that subgenre. unless like you say it's one that comes along that everyone's saying is one of the best movies of the year um which i just can't yeah, it just,
1: i think it just depends for me now that like i'm certainly like less fatigued than i was because i'm just mm. not seeing them um yeah, I'm, not, I'm glad and, we're not <laughs> and, and it's something you know it's like yeah if it's a slasher or a home invasion movie i'll just i'll just watch that shit all day and yeah. yeah whereas like yeah the the possession the possession kind of subsection of horror i'm like okay let's just let's just cherry pick these ones and it's the same with you know other subsections it's just you, you know you know which ones you, you're going to gravitate towards you know yeah, if you give the- me a, if you give me a post apocalyptic home invasion <laughs> uh, slasher movie then i'm i'm going to watch it
0: yeah for sure I, I think it was funny looking over like the fright fest lineup over the weekend and obviously you kind of that's what you go off with a lot of those films it's like reading mm. a very short synopsis and oh, it's
1: best. i love it it's it's the closest just just on a tangent like mm. it's the closest you get to that old vhs style yeah like I, I find like when i'm looking through the fright fest selection because i'm literally like i don't want to watch a trailer i want to see one picture of artwork and i want a blurb and that yeah. that's my sole purpose of of deciding whether I'm going to see this movie or not and it's it really does throw me back to that VHS era where I'm like yeah that that's all i need like if you if you have like there's a couple of movies where i'm like The image alone, I'm like, I am seeing
0: this one. Well, it's fantastic, isn't it? Because, like I say, that is such a thing that's forgotten now. And I, you know, we think back to previous fright Fests of like, I remember seeing the artwork for Red Letter Day, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. It stood out, and we watched it and really liked it. And similarly with something like Life Changer. And I've, I've definitely spotted a few already this year of like. Because, cause like I say, they, they don't all have, like, amazing artwork. Like, some of them do just have a very boring, sort of moody stock image. And you're like, oh, okay, like, this isn't gravitating to me as much. Um, but back to the mention in the synopsis thing, like, it's mm. funny because the amount of times it says, like, oh, they're haunted by a ghostly presence or something, like, I just yeah. stop reading. I'm Next. just like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> that is definitely for me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess what, what is The Watcher about, anyway?
1: The Watcher? Well, um, so... Our kind of lead is played by Micah Monroe, Julia, and she's basically um, uh, an American who's moved to Bucharest, I think they are. Yeah. And um, she's moved there with her boyfriend or no husband, isn't it? Husband, yeah. Husband, um, Francis. And basically, he comes from Bucharest and has got a job back there. So she's moved back with him. And she doesn't speak the language, she's learning the language, so she's very much kind of a fish out of water, and she's basically just moved there for him, and doesn't have a job, doesn't have anything, you know, no friends, no family, she's very isolated, and the movie kind of, you know, the the whole kind of setup of this movie is to really ham home kind of how isolated she is in this kind of... In this country, her husband is working a lot because he's got this big job that he's moved there for. So she is spending a lot of time in the apartment on her own and just wandering Bucharest on her own. And kind of, um, I think the movie does a great job of kind of showing you that language barrier in the even just simple interactions like buying a newspaper. She just, she just doesn't get to interact with people because they're... She knows what it costs. And so she hands them the money. They talk to her in a different language and she just kind of nods and walks away, you know, so she doesn't even get to have those order and a coffee little interactions, you know, that, that you could get if you are feeling alone. Um, And kind of as this, as, as we kind of see her kind of in this world kind of feeling isolated, she starts to get more and more kind of I guess, jumpy and tense and kind of, the whole movie is kind of like centered around. Is she seeing things that aren't there or is she seeing things that are there? And is she in trouble? Because she starts to see um, a neighbor in a window opposite her. that, that is this figure, basically at a window that is just always watching out of the window. And she gets to the point that she thinks that he's watching her. Um, but the flip side of the coin is, is that she's in the apartment all the time, looking at the windows <laughs> at other people. So, you know, and and, yeah, and there's kind of a couple of scenes in the movie kind of, you know, a bit later on where, for example, she goes to the cinema and feels like she's being um, stalked and she's at the supermarket and feels like there's someone there following her. And it's kind of, you know, the the whole kind of, you know, deep dive into the movie really is kind of how much of this is in Julia's head is she seeing shadows that aren't there or is she seeing shadows that are there? And is she in trouble because she is very much on her own. Um, And yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's really what this movie is building to when we get to the final scenes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like it is the very definition of a slow burn Mm -hmm. um, where, like you say, you have this one lead character who you're pretty much tied to throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. um like so you you have a very limited amount of other characters that speak english um yeah. mainly kind of her husband then also this neighbor that she's the prefers, neighbor yeah who, who again is hardly in the movie like she's only in mm. a few scenes um so for, yeah for the most part we are just witnessing julia living a very boring life just sort of pottering around doing essentially nothing <laughs> um and
1: just like just like wandering into buildings and look at architecture
0: yeah it's Which just
1: i got to be honest that's not a great way to make friends in a different country
0: No, like, I appreciate that she's at least learning the language. You know, that's a good thing to do while you're there. But it was like, man, just do something because. It is just a weird setup of like, okay, you've moved to this other country. And then there's, there's only really one scene where she talks about maybe what she did as a job, where she talks about that she was like an actress. Mm. Um, but that doesn't seem to be that important to anything. It's just kind of like a throwaway little thing of like, ah, oh, yeah, I, was, I thought it was going to be an actress, but I felt like it was not for me. Oh, no, it is actually important. I just remembered something in the finale. Never mind. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, I won't say that because it's spoilery. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we're, we're just into our thoughts now. Um, mm. it, it was like, Movies like this are always slightly frustrating because you get sort of around 15 to 20 minutes into it and you kind of know, like, okay, this is just going to be it. Um, it's going to be a lot of the same sequences with kind of slight variations until you get to the finale. And so you kind of just have to be in it. And it's almost like I just get bored of criticizing movies like this at a certain point because I'm like, that's what they're going for and and certain people will love this and certain people it just won't be for them and i'm kind of like trying to view it critique uh, like critically i'm like it's pretty competently made i don't i don't think it's like super well made or anything like that but it's just it, it does there is certain certain scenes that i do think are cool um especially when she's like moving around i think a lot of the stuff that's in the apartment does get very boring um but it's definitely a lot better when she's kind of walking around and kind of thinking that the she's always being watched. Boring,
1: yeah, you know, it's very think, drab. Yeah, there's like just, the... there's just not a lot that can. You know, we need some excitement in the camera work, but there's nothing mm. that can be done because it's just a very open plan, boring apartment.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing where if you really start to hone in on how you'd make a movie like this better without obviously completely changing it, you would say, right, the production design of these Mm. locations that you're going to be primarily set in, they need to be more interesting and they need to have more stuff going on. Like there could have been another element that you add to Julia of what she's doing in her life. You know, maybe she's like a painter and that's something that she does in the day. Or, you know, there's there's so many different things that you could add that would spice up just...
1: the anti artist. We've not seen that before in a horror yeah, movie.
0: Definitely, I say this movie's already. Yeah, well, she could be a struggling yeah, writer. Say, this this um, is already
1: a goddamn stereotype. they just, yeah, yeah <laughs> just bring in like this classic trope of what they're doing. To be you bored, you could just see,
0: you can just see this character <laughs> taking her MacBook to a coffee shop and, and she, with a blank page, yeah. you know, chapter just one typing, with nothing yeah, under
1: yeah, it, dots, <laughs> like I don't know what to write.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like I say it, it's a weird one like I don't even know where to begin with it because there just isn't that much to kind of mm. break down it's just woman thinks someone's watching her are they are they, they? Or are they? Yeah. back and forth and then you get a conclusion. I do think you kind of touched upon it in your opening the whole you know she's staring out of the world and I think that's an element that is only really touched upon briefly, but I think is definitely the best part of the film. And, and is where to me, I really wanted them to go, even though I knew that they kind of wouldn't commit to it, which was the case of like, she is overreacting a lot of the time in this film. Um, you know, the actual horror early on is basically set up by, there's like a local killer who has yeah, like, there's a murder a and
1: they just, just walk past the crime scene.
0: Basically. Yeah. So it's basically like, oh, a murder has happened on your on your front door, basically. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the setup to why Julia is is worried about things. Because if you take away that element, every sort of reaction she has to things is quite preposterous. Like mm-hmm. the the kind of supermarket scene is like the epitome of that, where it is oh, just yeah. like, okay. It's this tiny little supermarket, oh, in this it? tiny little area, and yeah, of course you're going to keep bumping into the same person, and yeah, occasionally you will make eye contact, and maybe it's because that you know you're staring at them that they're kind of looking back like why is this person staring at me and i think that's where this movie should have existed for its entirety that kind of nebulous gray area between like okay who's doing who's stalking here and who's really causing pain to the other person i think that was such an interesting element and and it could have been where they really subverted a lot of expectations um really done a lot more with this lead character when ultimately she just becomes the most like generic heroine ever by the final act and i think that's where like the this could have been really interesting. Again, I'm saying the word could a lot because I think what we got wasn't very interesting, especially the finale, which I think was just... It was so by the numbers and was exactly like oh we're going to spend you know 80 minutes saying will they won't they, and, and sort of where is this going and then here's the 10 minute conclusion and it's just not worth that setup i think there are moments in the setup that are interesting and like i say that like what i said the, the nebulous gray area of who's watching who um because mm. that is really cool like i say when you see someone looking out at your apartment you're like well you're doing the exact same thing this person is but, but yeah. for some reason you're feeling like the victim in this situation like yeah, you're what doing makes what the makes same thing the
1: victim as a Close to the person across the apartment
0: exactly you know? and, and
1: they kind of they do touch upon that at various points in the movie but they never go mm. far enough um yeah and i think i think that's where it and, and i i also just kind of had in my head that they were going to throw a curveball that um you know you almost run into the killer's arms because you're scared of nothing yeah you know, i wasn't sure whether we were going to get that in this movie and i was quite excited for that to happen Yeah, And then kind of, you know, when we kind of got 10 minutes before the end of the movie, I was like, oh, this is, this is just kind of, yeah, the, are they watching you or are they not like question being answered? But I kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I think it's it's one of these things that with the buzz around it as well. And it kind of, it's what I kind of touched upon at the start of this, where it's kind of, when, when these movies get a buzz and they haven't come to us naturally, I kind Mm. of am always worried that we're going to get something like this, where I'm like, yeah, this movie is is well made. It's it's uh, acted great. You know, our lead is great. We know she's great. Um, she's not as great as she is in the other movies we've seen her in, but that's because those movies are better. Mm. Um, uh, you know, they, they are better. Um, but you know, it, there's nothing bad about this. There's there's some cool images. I got kind of you know, this movie really plays home the generic male character where. Yeah. She kind of, every time she sees this uh, bloke, he's always kind of out of focus and he always looks the same. And it was kind of, it was a choice to do it that way. And I was kind of like, oh no, we're getting another one of these like all faces are the same sort of movie. (laughs) And it doesn't do that, thankfully, but it was kind of like it was leaning into that a little bit. And then, and yeah, I just think in the end, it's just kind of like, like you say, if you're into slow burns, um, and you're you're into these types of movies i think you'll dig it but i think in terms of you know what what i want this is just pretty basic you know it's it's well made but it just doesn't do anything that there was never a moment in the movie where i felt super tense no uh, or or you know a- any really high-end emotion i was just pretty like bored watching her pretty much you know, yeah. and thinking, like, well, you're just being a bit annoying. And then at times I'm like, okay, well, that's a bit weird. Like, wonder which way the 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 dice is going to go. But, but ultimately, yeah, it never really moved the needle for me. And I think kind of, I feel like the finale um, was kind of trying to shock people. And to me, it didn't really, like, do that. It just kind of, like, made me go, oh, yeah, that's kind of what you, you know what I thought was going to happen. Okay, cool. Mm. Like, you know, and um, I don't know, like I, I think when we when I was kind of like an hour or so into this and we got introduced to the neighbor and we got all these backwards and forwards, I kind of, I, I thought we were going to get something more clever and, yeah. and we didn't. Um, I also think our lead just makes, you know, a lot of terrible decisions for someone in that situation. I think kind of the, the scene where she's... Um, following the the kind of stalker and she follows them to this like seedy club and then like Mm. goes inside and like and i'm like you're just stalking someone at this point you're you're not following a stalker you're just stalking someone like and you've just followed them into a strip club like this is this is weird like you know what are you possibly going to gain from this other than trouble And, like, what happened to her in that club was literally the best-case scenario that could have happened. Yeah, by far. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's just kind of like, you know, she put herself in that situation. And it was just kind of like, it didn't really make sense, like, why she'd do that, really. Mm. Um, And I think kind of like, I found that a few times with it, where I found myself frustrated by the lead in what she did. Um, You know, I think we've kind of, I can't remember what the horror movie was now, but I, I joked and said once when we were talking that, like, this person did exactly what I would do in any given situation. like So it was great. It was almost like I was like playing a video game because it was like, yep, I would have gone left when they went left. Whereas, yeah, with Julia, I, I felt very disconnected to her because I was just like, you, you're constantly doing dumb things that I wouldn't be doing in this situation.
0: Yeah, it was hard to get a grasp of what this character is. And I think that's mm. why I was expecting... A big grand reveal in the final act because, it, and I don't know if that is obviously mm. based upon this having a good reception. Mm. So when it is a case of like, okay, you know, people really like this, and it's like, right, what what do I know about the movie? The movie's called Watcher. Within 10 minutes, I know it's about this single character being watched. Um, the, it's the, the lead is played by an actress who is very well loved in the horror community. I'm like, okay. How you know you could easily subvert this? I think that's why I just got so stuck in my head of like I really thought like there's gonna be a reason why someone is watching her, and it's probably because she's done something bad in the past. Like think about that, you know, that that amazing Black Mirror episode that kind of like changes the protagonist on you in the final act and makes you
1: feel guilty for rooting. What about what about like the beginning, the Brad Dorff in Urban Legend, where it's like maybe (laughs) the guy across the road was like. This, yeah, it's like there's like yeah. strangers in your apartment, mate. Like mm. whenever you're in the apartment on your own, you realize there's someone in there. Like oh, I get chills just thinking about that. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, like there's yeah, so much like potential That like, yeah, someone would
0: be watching you to, like, say whether to help you or whether you know you've done something to wrong them in the past, and they're being like, wait, is that that person who you know killed my daughter with a car last year? Drink driving? Like, there's so many different things, and so I think the fact that ultimately it is just nope, it's just a boring paranoid character who then you know there's a finale. I think, like I say, there's there's other potential with like the husband for example who is he's just disappearing for for news on end and i'm like okay they've got to do something with this where it's like there's clearly something dodgy going on here Mm. i think there was potential for something awesome which was her secretly learning romanian behind his back to surprise Mm -hmm. him as a gift and i was as soon as they introduced that i was like oh that's sick she's gonna really you know she's gonna find out something and i'm like that's cool and then the fact that that reveal was such a shit scene that that did nothing that was just like yep he's a bit of a douche like that was that was a major disappointment and that's kind of like the final scene that leads into the final act where i was like oh man this like big thing that you set up early on has now paid off in a really disappointing way and now we're in the finale and like i said i didn't think the finale was bad not by any means it's it's a good 10 minutes for what it is but it was like the if i had to make a list of all the outcomes it would be the most boring like yep it's a horror movie outcome like nope this movie has not done anything that deserves this kind of cool reputation of i really thought it would subvert expectations and do something i didn't expect when ultimately it was just it's a very very slow burn that is well done that has a decent conclusion and coming out of it I'm like that was the most okay movie I think I've seen this year like it's none yeah. of it's great but it's not it's not bad either it's just it's so painfully okay um and like i say i think if this presented to us like a hellbender for example that we knew literally nothing about that it just fell out of the, the heavens in front of us we'd be like oh yeah it's pretty good but i think the fact that i know people were literally talking about this as potentially one of the best horror movies of the year i'm like yeah. i just don't i just don't get that That's like
1: insane.
0: no so yeah it's uh i don't really have too much to add really because there isn't much to talk about Talk about this film, like
1: no, I think that's it. Like, I mean, you know, when I gave the synopsis, it was almost like that's everything in the movie. Mm. You know, we have we have the scene in the cinema, we have the supermarket scene that we spoke about, and then it's like, okay, well, do we just spoil the ending? Like, (laughs) I don't really feel like I want to, so you know, but nor do I feel that precious about it. I just kind of, you know, I I I think that's how I was that this movie just didn't move the needle for me, Mm. but like. I never felt angry or annoyed that I could get like something to talk about in the podcast because I was angry and annoyed and I've never, and I never fell in love with it. I was just like, okay, cool. Like I, I was pretty zoned out while watching it as well. I've got to be honest, like the movie definitely didn't keep my attention. Mm. Like, um, I think, you know, when we had these flow scenes, it was just once you, once you, once we'd seen one of them, I'm, as you said, kind of 20 minutes in, you know what you're going to get for the next 40, to an, 40 minutes to an hour because you then you, you pretty much know that this is going to be a slow burn that then you, you get, you know, the 20 minutes of crazy. Um, yeah. And it's like, do the 20 minutes of crazy. Are they worth what we're wait- what we wanted? And yeah, for me, the answer is no there really is just so much copy and pasting of
0: certain scenes as well where it's like okay we're doing this again like you mentioned how early on they kind of do the whole people are speaking romanian and she doesn't understand and i think like i say early on that gets across the point of you know her being fish out of water her not fully understanding i think it's also like i say to me it was perfectly setting up a a really cool potential late game reveal which didn't happen um and also it's funny because i watched this movie with subtitles on and every time they are speaking romanian it just says in closed captions, speak in Romanian. Um, so clearly, you know, you're not supposed to you know know what they're saying. It's purely just we are the character Julia. And it is just we're, we're just letting them talk. And then we're waiting until they're finished talking. And then we either ask someone who can translate to translate oh, or we just oh, don't out what they relevant. said. Oh,
1: that's um, great because I, I did wonder that because I watched it without subtitles. And I kind of <laughs> thought to myself, have I fucked up here? But, I, but, but after like 10 or 15 minutes in the movie, I was like, do you know what? i'm going for the julia experience like you know, <laughs> if, if, you know she she's my lead and so if she doesn't get to understand i i don't get to understand and i was i was cool with that but i'm kind of glad that that was the point
0: <laughs> well it's funny because you say some of them are really long like especially later on when, yeah, when we get like kind of are. her understanding it is just them back and forth saying stuff laughing joking and we're not getting any of it and then obviously we get a couple of shots of julia looking as confused and that is very much them being like right we want you to be as confused as Julia and kind of out of the loop, but
1: yeah, it's it is a frustrating I like one. That as an idea, as mm. well, though, like I think that's that's clever and kind of it. It would have been it would have been great, and like you said, if it had been like the final act, and maybe like I don't know how you would have done it. Like suddenly subtitles come up, but for the first time because she understands yeah. it or, or what? But then she's like, oh you're saying that you're going to hide in the closet tonight again, are you? Uh, what? Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, like, I don't know what it would have been. But...
0: but it's just a right? really rubbish... That's basically what yeah, she well, does. Like,
1: oh, you made a joke about me. Oh, that's yeah. not cool. It's irrelevant that's... to the plot
0: yeah like it is a catalyst to her doing an action in the final you know scenes or whatever but yeah, it's guess, not, it's yeah. not worth that setup like no. i say it should have been especially because this entire movie is about is she right or is she wrong mm. it should have been linked to the language barrier 100 mm. um but yeah i think it's that is why i'm just a bit frustrated with this movie because i do think there are a lot of good ideas in here and i also think that as a basic idea of someone just watching you i do like that i think that's good enough oh, for a really setup. Like it, yeah yeah and i think I think that it's it's visually does look cool when you see just a figure standing in a in a you know dark room looking at you and you and you do make that thing of like are they looking at their reflection are they watching something else are they looking directly at what I'm doing like I always like that and I think that that's where this was majorly frustrating because I ultimately wanted the movie to just, I really wanted them to throw our lead under the bus at a certain point, because I thought that there are times when I think she's overreacting and she's not acting in a way that a protagonist that I should fully root for should act. And so I wanted that to be justified. I wanted them to be like, no, you are justified in not liking her in these instances because of this. Whereas by the end of it, it was like, no, she is just the generic heroine. And we really hope that you really like her and want her to kind of succeed. And by the end of it, I was like, no, like, I'm almost annoyed now that you're justified in your craziness. Um, So, yeah, it it is a frustrating one by the end of it. But I think as far as, like, recommendations go, um, I I wouldn't recommend it. Like I say, I don't hate it. And I definitely can see why people would dig this sort of film. Um, And even though it wasn't for me, I still think overall it was just okay. But at, at this point, as we've discussed time and time again, not only... Seeing a shit ton of horror movies for the show, but even just looking at you know recently and this year in general, I can't recommend a movie that is just okay. That there's so many better stuff out there that that would warrant your ninety five minutes better than a film like this, in my opinion. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it.
1: Yeah, I'm for me, like as you were talking, and I was thinking to myself, it's funny that you know we spoke about VHS and the the last kind of thing the director did was a short. Mm. because i'm like i feel like this is a short you know and and this this would work as a short if this was in vhs and it was like oh you're being watched for a bit what's going on okay crazy 10 minutes of mayhem like would have been like oh that's a banging segment in the vhs movie but for for 90 minutes yeah i'm i'm the same as you like the I, i can't recommend it i think it's it's not bad it's it's far removed from being bad um but it but it's far removed from being really good as well it's just it's just bang average for me Mm -hmm. and you know it just kind of it does everything competently and uh nothing like i say it just never moves the needle for me up up or down um so yeah for me it's not a recommend either
0: the funny thing just as a last point is like this movie is almost like the exact counter opposite of of the movie that we covered last week (laughs) <laughs> Which was like, Crimes of the Future has so much going on, for better or worse, that you, you we couldn't even possibly cram it all into a show. No. Whereas I think this has so You're little... We nailed it in ten
1: minutes with this.
0: Yeah, whereas yeah, I feel like we've just gone over the same things, because there's hardly anything here. And, and then, like I say, this just didn't really make me feel anything. And I think it's an extremely forgettable horror film. Like, by next week, I'll have already forgot this film. Whereas, yeah, Crimes of the Future, even the stuff that I didn't like, I'm still thinking about. And then all the things that I did like, I'm still thinking. About it. and it is just a oh, yeah, people will love it, people will hate it because they'll, they'll want to talk about it. Whereas I feel like for most people, this would be a you throw it on and maybe it killed an hour and a half in the evening. Um, but I don't, I can't imagine that that's the thing that surprises me about. I wonder if come December, people will still be talking about Watcher. Mm. Or, or whether it just kind of hit people at a right time when then when they maybe hadn't seen too much um I, I don't know i really don't know it sounds harsh but yeah i don't did, know uh,
1: just as a sign note though did you do some research is is vigo morson okay
0: <laughs> i haven't yet no I need, to. too, I,
1: I need to know whether he's okay <laughs> i
0: want to but i kind of don't because i feel like it adds such a
1: mystique to that film not someone, someone listening just just slide <laughs> into the DMs and be like yo vigo you okay bro like he needed strepsil or something because you know i i am concerned about him i feel it's like we've really you... gone from from the movie I, i'm that that's my biggest takeaway is <laughs> i'm just concerned for vigo
0: we i will find out before end of okay, year because you. i feel like at that point it's going to be a case of if he's not okay i feel bad and if yeah. he's perfectly fine then he's in contention for best actor this year correct um, um, so we, we will need to uh, decipher that by the end of the year, because it literally makes a case of, will he, is he even nominated or is he walk in that category? Yeah,
1: say, is, he, yeah, is he just really ill and we're worried about him? Or, or yeah, is he is he to go?
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, there is a massive difference there that we will have to find out. And unfortunately, you don't get that answer from just watching the film. You have to do some outside research, as is the, the tradition with Cronenberg stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe he can give us that sort of 400-page setup and treatment
1: to the film film that was missing See, that movies only begin when you've watched it and then you start looking into it that's what i yeah, learned definitely the cronenberg movie is a 12-hour experience and two hours of that is actually watching the film
0: i also <laughs> feel like you need a good 30-year gestation period after it before you can correct yeah life. you're right you're right <laughs> I, I think
1: we should only count crimes of the future in like 2030 yeah <laughs> we'll we'll then we'll then put it in our best of or not in that year because yeah. until then it's just not worth it
0: no but i completely agree so yeah that was our re- wait, wait
1: wait wait
0: oh and we also talked about a movie which i think perfectly sums up this movie uh watcher um we will take a quick break and we will be right back So, yeah, that is uh, pretty much it for another week. Another week in the bag where we're not discussing Jordan Peele's new film.
1: We're not. um, And we're just trying to stay alive in the heat. Yeah, so
0: yeah, we've got a few weeks to kill before then. So we'll—I pr- imagine there isn't really too much on the old back burner, and especially after seeing a movie like this week, I feel like we need to freshen Craven, things Craven, up. Craven, so yeah, Craven. I think it's a bit of the old uh, Sir Craven next week, um, which will be fun—very uh, fun indeed. <clears throat> And then, uh, you're yeah, right, bro, you're right. It's the heat. The heat's killing me. <laughs> I know. I
1: was like, yeah, he's gone. We, we got so close. <laughs>
0: There's just no saliva in my mouth right now because I've sweated it all out. Um, but yeah, and then uh, we'll be obviously, we've got a TV show to talk about as well, Resident Evil, in the coming weeks. So uh, yeah. we'll try and find time to talk about that. And then we'll probably, uh, out of uh, kind of protest, have a week off and then come back with uh, the movie that we're all waiting for. Um, yeah.
1: So yeah, feels that'll right. be. It feels, feels right.
0: Yeah, that would be a nice way to, to to kill the the next few weeks. Talk about an old movie. Talk about a TV show. Have a week off, and then talk about hopefully uh, Mr. Peel, or which I just yeah, I just uh, the, the one thing I am disappointed about this whole delay is that we just don't have that level of hype like we should. I know what because, you mean.
1: It's like oh, we have to just burrow underground. And yeah, because right. I want to. Like, I want to. I want to jump into the mosh pit like mm. the, second the the song starts. You know, and yeah. and we can't do that we've obviously talked about certain theories and stuff weeks ago and and it's already a shame a little bit
0: because obviously there has been newer trailers since then that we've been avoiding anyway but it's like i would have loved to have had that whole right here's our full breakdown of like what we actually think this movie is going to be about and stuff and see how hopefully wrong we are um but yeah it's almost like it's irrelevant because people have seen it anyway but also at this point there i know there's new trailers out there that probably give away more than i'm already aware of so it's just kind of like we don't get that part of it but hopefully i mean at the end of the day the, the most important part by far is that we get to see this movie and hopefully it delivers. So, um,
1: yeah. there I is obviously- as well, like us listeners, like we would, we would quite like to just stay in that media silence. Like we, yeah. we don't want to know anything right now. Like yeah. I think I, I would just very much like to have our episode come up when we have thoughts on it and uh, from everyone. And until then we're going to pretend this movie doesn't exist
0: yeah for sure like there's a reason why we're not looking at news or anything like i yeah. won't be checking any correspondence or twitter or anything for the next few weeks um just purely out of missing it so yeah you may as well wait until uh we will be seeing it which is uh 12th of august so
1: um I'll tell you what though i did get an exciting 4k this week i've not watched it yet but i'm oh. just very excited to, to have the 4k in my hands and nice. that is one of the movies of the year
0: uh which
1: is the northman
0: oh god i need to buy that i forgot it's already did it only come out like last
1: week came out this week yeah oh i need to get that for the 4k like i'm very excited to give that a rewatch
0: yeah that is easily one of the movies that i've wanted to rewatch the most because mm-hmm. i've like, like one movie i will just quickly touch upon as i rewatched uh fresh over the weekend and okay, yeah. like absolutely loved it again but i feel like that's one of those movies that your opinion just isn't really going to change like it's just it's no. a great film like, i really enjoyed seeing it again i was like "Yep, yeah, this is i think probably the most underrated film i've seen this year and i don't understand why people aren't talking about that um because it's a fantastic horror movie that just ticks all the boxes like it's original it's got amazing acting it's got super awesome scenes of Horror in it, um, and I yeah, Presto, I,
1: like you said, it's one of those things where it's kind of you—you know all those things, and those things are absolute. Mm. And so, just watching it again just cements that. Whereas with the northmen I'm like, was I just in a really great place when I watched this? <laughs> like, will I always be in the mood to watch some like Skarsgard Viking epicness? Like, I feel like I will be, but I don't know that for a fact. But I know—I know for a fact that I'm always up for a bit of fresh
0: yeah see i feel like i definitely won't be always in the mood for the northman like i think that's yeah, kind of the thing yeah, with exactly. his movies yeah. and, and i also wonder as well how much of it was watching that on, at the cinema because mm. like that is just a movie that is made for the big screen and so yeah like oh, yeah, i want to watch it 4K. oh yeah but it's 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 not the same um it's but same. it's it, yeah i i definitely cannot wait to watch that movie it's a, it's a special special film um so yeah, we've. I'm uh, pretty. I'm looking forward to it. Like next week's going to be a fun one. Obviously, Rankin, Wes Craven is back finally, um, and it's in it. Like, how, do no you know way do out. You,
1: people under the stairs?
0: Yeah. do, do you know I like how, have you seen this movie much? Because I I know I've only seen it once.
1: Um. Yeah. I've only I've seen it a couple of times. Um. So I. Yeah. I mean. I. I don't think there'll be any surprises for me with this mm. one. Um. In, in a rewatch, I'm pretty sure I know what I think of it, but I'm. I'm happy to kind of refresh myself on it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I've only seen it once, and it was. I, it's definitely have all these because very much looking at ranking Wes Craven overall, it, there was very much the here's the movies that I love that I've seen dozens of times. And then here's a bunch of movies that I've literally never seen. Whereas this is one of the few that I i don't even know if there's many others like this that I've only seen mm. once uh, and, and recently as well. I, I picked this up on Arrow and I, I remember briefly talking about the show. I, I want to say probably 2018 was when I first mm. watched this movie. Um, so obviously it's been a few years. But um, yeah, we will we will be discussing that next week. So look, uh, we'll look forward to that one. Um, but yeah, that was episode 305. Uh, thanks for listening as always. And we'll see you again very soon.
1: See you later, everyone. My veins and my head. They said, You'll die soon anyway. Shut up, I can't. because I never could. How could I start the-